Uh, I think we're live. Well, welcome everybody to uh, another episode of the RPG Academy presents Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Uh, I am your host and GM for this evening. Uh, my name is Chris Burlew. Uh, joining me, we have three of our brave adventurers joining us tonight. Uh, Clay had a family commitment and won't be here tonight, but it's all right. I figured out a way to uh, work with his character, so... We'll jump right into saying hi to the players tonight. Dave, how you doing? Hello, uh, I am uh, Dave, playing the Dwarven Ranger Gordon Greeneye. That'd be Gorin Greeneye, I'm sorry. Gorgon. We are not well known on this show for getting names right. All right, uh, and directly below me on the screen, we've got RJ. How are you this evening? Hey, Chris, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. Yeah, thanks for asking. How are you? <laughs> Choking. <laughs> I'm doing all right. And who are you playing this evening? I am playing Haldrin Nemric, the illustrious rogue. Awesome. And next to you on my screen, we have Skip. How are you doing tonight, Skip? Oh, I'm all right. And I'll be playing Dutch, the uh, cleric to Kiri Jolith. Well, when we last left off, you guys had been down in the catacombs underneath Castle Calamon. You'd learned about Lord Soth being down there and the destruction he left. You fought the uh, skeletal knight uh, Salamir, whose name I said wrong, but we're not going to go back into that. You guys have picked up a piece of what used to be a dragon lance, and as you left, you'd heard a whisper about the City of Lost Names. Marshal Vendry and Derret had returned, and you guys were off to having a nice long rest, because I believe you guys needed it. Yes, we did. That was all right. <laughs> well, the dice didn't pick you that time. <laughs> uh, you guys get your nice long rest in the morning. Let me take a listen. Let me see here. Hal, you're, you feel a tapping on your forehead, and you open your eyes, and you see a old man with a very long white beard and long white hair, wearing a very dark green robe with his big wide-brimmed hat. The hat has, uh, it goes up, and if the hat stood straight up, it would be a, probably a couple feet above his head, but about halfway up it plops sideways. You look directly in his eyes. He's got these very bright, very powerful eyes. You see him go, wakey, wakey. No more sleeping for you. Stuff to do. Come on. Let's go. Up, up. <clears throat> um, good, good morning. Tao will just kind of like slowly get up. And how did you get in here? I walked. How did you get in here? The door was locked. No, it wasn't. Your friend opened it when he left. Left he did. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and you look around and you still see uh, Dutch and Gorin laying in their beds. Uh, Alaric is not in the room. Okay. The old man, he starts shuffling around the room. Hmm. And, and you are? Me? Hmm. Why are you here? No, 
No, what is your name? Oh, my name. My name. My, what is my name? Hmm. I'm sure I'll come to me. So, uh, where's breakfast? Uh, the kitchen. I hmm. I, I I don't know. That's logical. I'm gonna kind of kick Gorin. Gonna kick his leg. You wake up. What what what, what what's going on? What? Huh? Oh, your friend is kicking you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who who are who hmm. are you? Who am I? He starts scratching his head under his hat. Hey Dutch, wake up. No, no, not Dutch. That's not my name. Nope, you are already mm-hmm. awake. Correct. Correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Hmm. Why are you here? I'm sleeping. Or was sleeping. I thought you were Gorin. Hmm. All right. Well. I'm going to call you Tim. Tim? That's not my name. Hmm. And he starts scratching his beard. What is my name? Name, name, name. What did that guy call me? What did he? Tasselhoff called me. What was it? Fizzband. That's it. Fizzband. You're Gorin. And who are you? Are you Tim? Nope. You can, you can call me Hal. Hal. It's nice to meet you, Hal. It's nice to meet you, Fizzband. So where's breakfast? In the the dining hall. Okay. Down the stairs. Mm -hmm. To the left. Down more stairs. Gotcha. To the left again. Mm -hmm. Down another flight. Right. To the left again. He's not going to leave without us. He's just going to be in here. Why are we here? Let me put my boots on. Boots, boots, boots. That's familiar. Haldrin's gonna. Hal is gonna get all of his gear, and he's gonna make ready for the day. All right. As you're starting to get your gear ready, he comes over and he starts going through your stuff. Yeah, that's right. Something in here. Well, what are you looking for, Fizzband? Ah, uh, ah, th- uh, this. And there's a little necklace with a gold ring on the end of it. This is for you. Your friend gave it to me. Not Tim. What was his name? Tasselhoff? No, that's somebody else. Ulrich? Yes, yes, him. Where did he go? Ah, mission. Some Something with his mission. Or did he? Or did he go get breakfast? Hmm. I would not doubt he got breakfast. Okay. Yes. This, he said, well, uh, get him back to you when time is right. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. He probably would have given it to you, Dutch. I'll, I'll take it. Well, then why would he put it in your stuff? In my stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably because I'm the best with expensive jewelry or something. I don't know. It's because you have the most pockets. That could be it. Do we recognize it? No. You've never no, seen okay. this ring before. Okay. Do you know anything about this ring? Other than we're supposed to have it? Me? Yeah. Well, it's a ring. It goes on your finger. Why do you have it on a necklace? That seems odd. I don't know. Anyways, let's... uh. Go to breakfast? Breakfast, I breakfast. guess. If okay. there is any breakfast after everything that's been going on. 
right, right, left, then right, then up, then down, and then over. Got it. And he starts heading up the stairs. <laughs> we'll head down. <laughs> he disappears. You guys go the opposite way he is. He didn't look like a gnome, did he? Nope. No, okay. he was a human. Okay. He's very tall. Like I said, looks very old. Oh, tall. Okay. Yeah. Big gray beard, big dark green robes. Just looked very confused. Uh, you guys go have breakfast. While you're eating breakfast, uh, Derek comes in and he sits down with you guys. How was your evening? Uh, Restful? Yeah. Except for being woken up by Fizzbang? Fizzban? Who? Fizzban. There's a geriatric wizard up in your tower, up that way. Looking for food. Interesting. So, uh, he gets up and goes over and talks to one of the guards who promptly starts heading up where you pointed. And Derek comes back over and sits down. So, uh, the marshal wants to meet with us this morning as soon as you're ready. Did you happen to see Aldrich? Yes, he is. Uh, he was asked to go on and to leave. Uh, things have taken an interesting twist. I will let the marshal explain it to you. Okay. All right. Well, I'm good. Let's go. Go meet the marshal. All right, uh, you guys head down a hallway. Uh, Marshal Vendry has claimed a modest meeting room down the hall from the council chamber uh, It's that was marred by Lord Soth's attack. The room holds little more than a long table covered in several papers and reports. Behind the marshal are tall windows offering a stunning view of the city and the harbor beyond. Uh, the marshal is standing by one of the windows gazing out towards the horizon and from a seat at the table everybody's favorite lord Barakus glances at you and then he bitterly observes ah, here they are now marshal perhaps if we hadn't put our faith in cell swords my son would be at my side and the governor would still be alive i haven't gotten paid have you gotten paid dutch nope Goran? Now that I'm part of the army, nothing extra? Just your normal salary. Sorry, you've got us confused, Lord Barakas. Hardly. Anyways, Marshal, you wanted to uh, see us? Yes. There's much to do. Lord Barakas, please leave us. We have matters to discuss he looks a little stunned and he gets red in the face you know comprises himself and then gets up and heads out Hal will uh, wink at him as he leaves takes a deep breath and you can see him clenching his jaw as soon as he leaves and the door shuts the marshal please sit we have much to discuss Okay. 
move to a seat. I will take a seat. I'll take the seat with the pillow. Okay. <laughs> Probably the seat that Lord Brackus just left. That would be it. <laughs> uh, and after you know, the marshal comes over and sits down, and so does Derrett. The marshal says, "I, I have the utmost trust in you all." Thank you. But that one, she's pointing out the door, is spreading rumors that you could have saved our leaders. And some of the locals are looking for someone to blame for, well, what happened in the room next to us. Uh, if only there was a, uh, a person who was actually truly responsible for taking guards and taking people they shouldn't have and, uh, you know, leading them to their doom, leaving this place unguarded, less guarded than it should have been. Anyways. Do not disagree with you, but he is much more political than you are, which is why I have asked Alaric to stay here and work within the city to rebuild your reputations. I see. He is a knight and I hope that his tolerance and patience will be that worthy of a knight. I see. So you want a knight of Salamnia to right the wrongs of other knights of Salamnia. I can think of no better. They are fallen knights, as far as I understand. Yes. Ancient fallen knights. This is true. Please tell me what did transpire beneath us. Well, it sounds like, well, not sounds like, it happened, that the uh, three or four Salamnic knights that came to the gate um, were undead, working for Lord Soth. I'll go into a little bit of detail if Lord Soth doesn't ring a bell for the marshal. You can see her clench her jaw with the name. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, so it looks like the the two Islamic knights that were guarding the uh, the main hallway to the meeting room that we're not letting people in uh, happened to be wraiths or something. One or more than ancient Salamnic knights that were inside were uh, named Salomon or Salomon or something. Salomar. Salomar. Soth's right-hand man, I guess. Um, and yeah, it looks like he... He wasn't Soth's right-hand man. Karadok, who you guys talked to in the main room, was. Sal right, Salomar yeah. was just a, a Slamnik who was at rest here that Soth basically imbued oh, okay. his body okay. and became that skeletal knight. Okay. Then I relate to that. Derek says, what are his goals here? There was some kind of power, some kind of weapon down there entombed with one of the ancient knights. Whatever it was, Lord Soth got it. And what does he plan to do with it? That's the important thing. Some kind of magic 
that he imbued in some kind of lantern. No idea what that means, but there might be some sort of history text or some secret with some of the Salamnic Knights that may know about that, but I, I don't. We have to find out what he's planning to do with it. Do you know what was buried or kept here from the Salamic Knights that he has? We're gathering it's a lantern or something of you know, something of power. I do not. You do not. And the marshal says, please, we must focus our forces here and restoring our government. We should not be sidetracked by this. And Derek goes, no, I respectfully disagree. Understanding what Lord Soth's goals are is important. We could learn more about what the Dragon Army's goal is and what his goals are if we understand what he's trying to do. I don't know if Lord Soth is working with the Dragon Army or using this as an opportunity to increase his power or... That would be my guess. I don't think he bows to anyone but himself. I think Lord Soth rules himself. But we don't know this for sure, right? Correct. No, we do not. Not for sure. Then he could be a third party in this war. He could. And I'm guessing you're thinking something along the lines of the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think we need to know what he's doing. I see. And we means us. Guessing. We're not a part of your government. We're not technically your people. We're all in this together right now. Right. Sure. Yes. I suppose. It's in all of our interests to find out what he's doing. And with that, you guys see the marshal. She crosses her arm and takes a big, deep breath. And kind of shakes her head lightly in a no motion. And Derek takes a small breath. He's not here, is he? We believe he's long gone. He was here. Where did he go? Why did he... Like, we... He went north. I'm, I'm guessing he went north. That's the direction kind of the tracks led. I'm guessing. Out of character. Who heard the whisper? Was it Hal? That was Hal. Okay. So you know right where he's going. The city of lost names. He's headed north to the city of lost names. Unfortunately. Derek looks over at the marshal. I'm not familiar with that. The marshal says, nor am I. Neither are we. But the northern waste is nothing but, well, a wasteland. I don't understand what he could possibly be doing up there and how it's a threat to us. Can I make a history check? Sure. Okay. That'd be 11. Uh, you know, it's north of here, and it's a deadly wasteland. Okay. Very good. Well, there is a reason... And we don't know it, and you keep saying we should find out. Yeah. My take on it is that, you know, being the wasteland, 
that none of our troops would go there, so that's a pretty good place for a enemy army to amass. And Soth being undead, the wasteland won't affect him at all. And if he's raising other undead, uh, that might be a good place to start. And I agree, information, whatever we can collect, is going to help. Derek looks at you guys. I agree. And based on what little I know of Soth, I don't think, and please don't take this offensive, I don't think just the three of you are going to be able to survive meeting him. From the fight that we had with his underling and the amount of damage that we saw him do going through the catacombs downstairs, I don't think that we're in a position to deal with him. I don't think we could deal with him with a hundred knights behind our back. Derek turns to the marshal. I agree. Marshal, I would request that myself and our three companions here be given a, a small contingent of troops to go to the Northern Wastes and investigate this. The marshal stops for a moment. I, too, agree with you that perhaps for a while, having the three of you be somewhere that is not in the city might help with the citizens. Please allow Derek and I to discuss the details. In the meantime, might I suggest you go to the castle's library and do some research on the northern wastes? That would be great. Okay. And she bows her head. I'm assuming you guys leave the room. Yep. I'm going to hang back for just a quick sec. Okay. Uh, Marshall, is anybody else in here? Derrett. Or Derrett? Uh, Derrett, can you, can you plug your ears for a second or just leave the room for just one, one quick second? He looks a little confused and puts his hands over his ears. Uh, Marshall, uh, I, uh, used to... I don't do it anymore. I've paid for those crimes, but uh, should you need any uh, black dealings? That didn't sound right. If you have, if you need me to take care of Lord Baracus, just let me know off the record. Very well. I I do not offer this lightly. I understand. I think he will make his own bed or how is the old saying give him enough rope he will do it himself this is true but I do not wish to see the rest of I do not wish to see anyone else suffer because of his ignorance nor do I that will be a discussion for another time Hal's just going to bow his head a little bit and uh Give a big thumbs up to, uh... Derrett? Derrett, yes. 
Thank you. Give a big thumbs up to Derek. He takes his hands off his ears. And Hal's going to leave. All right. As Dutch and I, or as we leave, I want to ask Dutch what his thoughts were about trying to get Derek just to stay here. I would encourage Derek and whatever forces remain to stay here. The city's going to need them a lot more than we will. Right. And even though Alaric may disagree with me on this, there are going to be times where it's going to be wiser for us to retreat than it is to stand and fight. Yes. So whatever we're getting ourselves into, we have to have all options on the board and not just uh, the honorable fight, you know, where we stand and die. We we have to be able to make choices. Yes, better to battle and retreat and live another day than, or however that saying goes. Live to fight another day. Right, live to fight another day. The Dwarven translation doesn't translate well. Live to light another forge. On the uh, the way to the library, I'll make a beeline uh, to grab some drink of some sort. You get something. Uh, you guys get to the library. Uh, go ahead and make uh, history checks while you're doing some research. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. That's a 21 for me. Okay. I, too, got a 21. <laughs> All right. Gorn is reading books upside down. <laughs> they don't translate well, do they, They do Gorn? not, no. <laughs> All right. So you guys spend probably about an hour researching. Uh, you learn that after the cataclysm, uh, the northern wastes, uh, they're pretty much a barren, deadly, deadly region. Uh, they are prone to flash floods, and that you know that there are grand ruins throughout there uh, that predate the cataclysm, that they're all scattered throughout, and only a few explorers have ever survived while going up there. Okay. Good. Great. That's encouraging. I will look for any uh, maps of the region pre-cataclysm okay. that I could kind of make a quick copy of. Would give us an idea of what we're going to go through. Yeah, there's not really much to look at. There's some crude sketches that people have done, but nothing real detailed. This whole area got hit pretty hard in the cataclysm. Any books on what the... Slamic Knights may have had underneath this castle or anything on um, the history of Lord Soth. You can find stories about Lord Soth. You're not going to find a ton more than what you've already heard. Okay. Different stories from the past. Something about dragons and things falling out of the sky from the past. Things falling out of the sky. That's Part of the Cataclysm? Yep, before the Cataclysm. It's a little fuzzy for you, but... Okay. So, uh, after... Is there anything else you guys want to do? You can spend an hour or so researching. Uh, sure. 
anything about the nameless city? Uh, the city of lost names? Yeah. That one. Yeah, not really. There's not much in here. Not much survived after the cataclysm. So a lot of the history before is, is lost. Is there any place else you guys want to go besides the library? And the bar? No. Not for me. I'm I'm pretty well ready to start moving. Dutch, uh, was it you that was able to identify uh, some of these magic weapons that were that we have in our? I can, but it'll take a little time. So okay, if you want me to start working on that, I can. I can try. Well, no, I, I've I've got this axe. It seems like it hits a little bit better. And then um, the little symbol of, um, what was it? Oh, uh, Reorks. Let's see. Oh. Go ahead. While Skip's looking that up, go ahead. Yeah, while, Skris is, while Skip is looking that up, I would like to go look for the wizard. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check. Perception check. I got a 10. Can't find him. Hmm. Seems to be a slippery little creature. So you guys can go back up to your room and Dutch can start doing his... I think it's a ritual now for detect magic, right? Or identify, I mean. Well, that's just... A, I. I'm double checking to see whether or not I have access to identify. I have detect magic. Oh, you do? okay. I'm sorry. I thought you had identify. No, that's what I'm double checking to see here. I do not believe that I do at this point. So really, the things that you guys know are magic. The axe is magic. That cloak that Hal has his magic. And then I think you guys already knew that that great sword that Alaric had picked up as magic. Right. Right. We knew that they were magical, but yep. we did not know. And I cannot identify. Okay. I can't okay. do anything beyond telling, hey, yep. All right. That, that thing has a blessing on it. Yeah, and you had the little favor of the little horse statue that popped up too well yeah and that alaric has that mm -hmm. so i was going to take the the two bastard swords that the what were they oh it was the the, the dragon kin oh i think it was we're swinging that we're burning us well the one of the oh the, the wraiths yes it could have been the wraiths yeah probably because you had the wraiths or whites i'm sorry whites that you had to attack fight then you had Karadok. Uh, those. This was a couple encounters before that. The dragon army ones. Yep. The outpost castle. Okay. Yeah. Those are not magical. Those are not magical. Okay. No. Somehow they seem to be burning you, but the weapons themselves are not magical. Well, then never mind. <laughs> seems to be some sort of ability that the dragon army has. Could try swearing your loyalty to Takesis and see if you get it too. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fine. I will. I've got my loyalty to just live. I mean, Hal hasn't sworn his loyalty to anybody. You never know. Well, that's because Hal still doesn't believe. You guys can spend some time uh, 
kind of re resting and relaxing around the castle. Uh, do you guys want to try to attune to any of those magic items? Sure. I'll just be wearing my cloak. Right. I will uh, attune to the axe. Okay. Um, and before that, though, I want to see if I can find anything to help make um, using my uh, herbalist background of finding mushrooms or something to make a potion of cure light wounds or okay. potion of healing. Okay. And I will do the ritual to detect magic on that ring that the wizard gave us. Uh, it glows pretty brightly. Okay. There's some strong magic in that ring. Well, I will guess that being strong magic, I will, having no experience with magical items, really, I'm going to see if I have to attune to it. So I will place it on my finger and... Okay. Uh, it feels warm. Okay. I will just kind of contemplate on it and... I just forgot how long it takes to attune to something. I believe it's uh, a long rest. Oh, well, you guys had one of those. So if you'd like to be attuned to your new items, you are. So then, Goran, uh, you feel the axe is, is more powerful and that you're going to be more powerful with it. But you also feel like it's the only thing you want to use. I was going to bring that up in my first fight. All your weapons are subpar to this one. Hal, uh, you feel as though you can be quieter. That's potentially you can get out of a very bad situation when you need to. That'll be handy. So while you guys are doing that, uh, after a little while, Derek finds you, comes up. All right. The marshal and I have formed a plan. They have agreed to give me a command of a few hundred soldiers. We're going to go to the north together, find out everything we can about Soth and the Dragon Army's agenda there. And to avoid drawing the attention of, well, the Dragon Army and anybody else, uh, the marshal has offered a few ships to ferry us across Calamon Bay at night. There we will find a secluded cove called Wrecker's Edge, and that's where we will disembark. From there we will try to discover their plot. Hopefully we can thwart it and then return to the ships and then come home. Dutch and I were talking. Okay. And uh, That's good. You should. Yeah. We're feeling that it, this venture might be better done with less people, significantly less people. I feel that your uh, expertise and, and your assistance and help, Derek, are going to be better served here, as well as the hundred or so men and soldiers that you'd be bringing with us. I understand your concerns, but please understand that I have proven myself to these soldiers. They will follow me. And as a squire, it is my duty to right the wrongs that Soth has done from the past. I cannot stand by and wait. 
did all those people that followed you and Lord Barakas in the battle, did they trust you? They did. If we bring that number of people anywhere out there and encounter the dragon army, what do you think will happen? Out in the open, exposed, with nowhere to fall back to, no walls to hide behind. That is a good point. So what if we do this? I will lead the few hundred soldiers. The three of you scout ahead and then come back to us and let us know if there's any danger and then we can prepare. That was our plan also. Very well. Then it's agreed. Yes, you will all be staying here. And we'll come back and let you know if it is clear. That's not what I meant. We will accompany you. You would go ahead of us and then come back and meet at night and let us know what you found. And we will move together. Yes, we're going to go out and find what's going on. Correct. And then we'll come back. At night, we'll meet in different camps in the Northern Waste. Do you know anybody that's been to the Northern Wastes? I don't. Do you? No. Neither do the books. Perhaps they're all stories told to scare children. I wish we had a knight here to tell the squire no. Derek, we can take one small ship. Very well. It'll be cramped, but we can do it. We're not taking a hundred men. Not from the not a hundred men that are needed desperately here. Agreed. You are desperately needed here. As far as I can tell, you are the marshal's right-hand man. Which is why she trusts me to go on this mission. Did she ask you, or did she ask us to go on this mission? She asked me to lead it. She trusts you, but the other leaders don't. I see. But the other leaders do trust me. So therefore, there is a political element. I see. We don't need that many men. We're not... I don't plan on fighting. Dutch, do you plan on fighting? I will fight the fights that I know are needed. Agreed. Bringing that many men is just asking for a fight. Very well. I will not bring a hundred men. You will not bring ninety-nine men. Can we significantly cut down the men? Well, bad words of choice. Reduce the number of men. Of those people this town needs, 25, 30. I I will see what we can do. Okay. I do agree we should leave at night, though. I would prefer to leave as soon as we can, but if you need time, let me know. We are... We can definitely leave tonight if... Mm Mm-hmm. If that is what it calls for, we can definitely do that. Very well. I will meet you at the bay this evening. All right. What ships are, uh, what, what is the ship that we are to meet at? Uh, sure. They don't have a name for it. What's a good name for a ship? 
You guys come up with the name for a ship. Rogant. The Rogant. I have no idea what that means, but... I read it in a book somewhere. Okay. All right. I, I, I think it's Discworld. <laughs> I will try and take a, some time, go back to the library, and kind of um, see if there's anything on survival in the winter. Oh, do we know, is this a cold wasteland? Uh, nope. The big thing that you know is that it is prone to flash floods and there's lots of ruins in there. Okay. And we're in the, like the southern continent. I know. Or the, uh, are in the northern part of the continent. Great. Back up. So the, the continent though would be equivalent to being in the southern hemisphere. They don't distinguish that in Dragonlance. They don't. Okay. I thought I had heard that someplace. Okay. It's not winter, so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Uh, what would you guys like to do before the evening comes up? Uh, I'm going to replenish my arrows. Done. Again, check to see if I can if I can make a potion of healing. Roll what you need to roll. Okay. I'm assuming Dutch is going to pray. Yep. I need all the guidance on this that I can get. I'm going to... I would like to write a letter to uh, to Mayor Raven, telling her that we're headed off on a trip, and should she need any assistance from competent fellows, she's alone. She's on her own for a little while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got a note back that says, stop calling me Mayor. Uh, Dutch, you feel closer to your god. Nothing jumps out that says, you know, go this way, genius. No, no, that's fully what I'm expecting at this point. Okay. Looks like it's a DC 10. All right, roll it. Oh, for survival. I would hope the ranger can make a DC 10. Yes, survival yeah, I rolled check. a 16 plus. Yay. Uh, if we're in the forest, plus 9. So, 24. All right. 25, I'm sorry. So I have one, one, one made potion of healing. 